Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned, student-staffed destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome into Flanagan's Pub for the first time tonight. Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. UD fans, Archie Miller and his Dayton Flyers winners for the eighth time this season. John Bedell and Nate Green here with you live from Flanny's. All we want for Christmas is you to listen to this fine radio program here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Nate, a good rebound, I think, from the Northwestern uh, game on Saturday. I think a lot of fans left Chicago and these airwaves listening to this game feeling disappointed. I know that this team felt that way leaving the Windy City. Archie called it as much. Uh, And they had a nice chance to rebound uh, today. And you got a nice chance Friday now to get to the end of the non-conference slate at nine and three, mm-hmm. but uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. They're eight yeah. and three after this win against a Vanderbilt Commodore squad yeah. from the SEC. One game at a time. Uh, you know, in Chicago, they they let one get away. Um, if we would have put two halves together, uh, we probably would have pulled yeah. that one out, but we didn't. Um, I, it looked like we played uh, pretty well defensively in the first half of this game. Um, wasn't shooting the ball well, but, um, you know, when you're not shooting the ball well, that's when your defense has to really step up to keep you in the game, and that's what happened for us. Um, couldn't hit nothing really in the first half. and second half, we attacked the basket, and uh, we had a couple players step up. Um, Mike Seal stepped up and played big for us. Uh, I think he wound up having a double-double. Took Ryan Mike Seal. He, he got himself a double-double, Nate, by the time there was 7.25 left in the second frame. That's a pretty good – how about Ryan Mike Seal with the double-double? Yeah. 12-11 and 11 for Ryan tonight. Um, you know, honestly, and that's a big reason why we pulled it off tonight. Uh, yeah. He stepped up and uh, hit some big shots. Um, you know, he had 12 points, but uh, at least six of those were big for us, and we needed them at the time that he uh, took those shots. Um, and he's just playing well. But, you know, the good thing is Dayton team, they're unselfish. You know, yeah. they, they pass the ball around. They get it to the open, my, the open guy. They make that extra pass, and that's what they need. And they all have confidence in each other to knock down shots. And you need that on a team to go far. As you mentioned, neither team shot particularly well in the first half. In fact, the box score was almost identical. Both teams were 9 of 32, so 28.1% for both squads from the field in the first half. Each team shot 100% from the line. Vandy was 2 of 2. Dayton was 1 of 1. The difference at the break was a Peyton Willis runner that went at the horn. Vandy was up 23-21. But then in the second half, Nate Dayton came out and blew the doors off. 8-0 run to start the half. Timeout Vanderbilt right away. And I thought they set the tone offensively. They packed their defense all game, clearly. Archie Miller teams usually do. Uh, But the difference in that second half was they really turned it on offensively and and out of the gate. They they did. And, um, you know, I got to take my hat off to uh, Scoochie too because um, he didn't have a good shooting night but he still was a leader and he still was the general on the floor and he made things happen if it was just getting to the basket and penetrating and kicking um, or just being a vocal leader on the floor and uh, you know when you're not having a good shooting night as a leader you need to do those things and he did that he was active defensively too Nate I thought a lot of times he had active hands there was times where 
looked like he was getting close to a block or somebody thought they had a breakaway. Yeah. He poked the ball away out of bounds. Yeah. He was doing other things besides just scoring tonight. He did. You know, he, he never gave up on any plays. I mean, I, I remember one play where um, – they thought they was going to have a fast break layup, and yeah. most guys would have just gave up on the play and let them lay it up. But Scooch turned on them jets and uh, got down there and got his hand in there and they uh, got the ball out of there. Scoochie Smith, by the way, he finished the night with six points. As we mentioned, Nate, a quiet offensive night for Scoochie. So with his six points tonight, he now sits at 997 uh, career points. He is trying to become the 46th player in the uh, history of this program to join the 1,000-point club. Uh, and he's going to be one of few to ever have 400 assists and 1,000 points in his career. I have to look up the exact number, but there are not many flyers uh, in yeah. the history of this program who have joined the 400 assists and 1,000 points club. But uh-huh. Scucci is on the precipice of doing that with three more career points. And that says a lot to him because um, he's a hard worker and he deserves everything he's getting. Uh, you know, off season he's working extra hard. Um, he pushes his teammates. And when you do that, um, you know, your teammates get better. Uh, and, you know, when you build your teammates' confidence up, they start – when you make those penetration kicks, they make down – they knock down those shots because, they're, you know, Scooch has been pushing them and giving them that confidence that they need. And when a player has confidence, you know, the sky's the limit. Yep. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number of Flyers fans, or you can tweet me your comments on the Twitter at WHIO, or you can step on up to the Bud Light mic. But remember, keep it clean. You know what you can say. You know what you cannot say. And if out. you're naughty, I'll tell Santa, and we will stuff your stocking on this week with the fine from the FCC that we get in the mail. You can pay that bill for Christmas. <laughs> Don't Bob do Dayton, it. go. Okay. Uh, you know, I, the, the first half offensively brought some bad memories back, and my first thought was, boy, uh, if the A-10 coaches are watching this, we are in trouble because that zone that Vanderbilt threw at us just absolutely ate us alive. We went to three-pointers probably far too quickly than we should have uh, in the first half. Now, the second half, we managed to break into the in- inside a lot better. But uh, I'll tell you what, that's got to be a wake-up call for Archie and the team. Uh, you know, be- beware of the zone and have have the plan to get inside. Oh, yeah. I honestly think that Archie already knows that um, because a lot of teams, I believe, that will be playing us a lot of zone because we are such a hard team to match up with. We have so many players that can play so many different positions. And as a opponent trying to fix and match that up is going to be real difficult. So you're probably going to see a lot of that zone and we'll get it down. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you mentioned Ryan Mikesell. That was really good news. I mean, our front line, you get past Kendall Pollard, it then gets a little bit questionable. But having Ryan have a good day was – I'll tell you somebody else, though, that had a good day, didn't make it into doubles, but I I was encouraged by it, was Daryl Davis. I'm I'm looking to see – for the future, to be frankly honest. And uh, we're going to lose a lot of uh, experience here after this year. If Daryl could kick in, man, that would be huge. Uh, yeah, I think he will. I'm honestly just waiting for him to, uh, to shine because he has it. Uh, we see glimpses of it, but we need him yeah. to be consistent with it. And um, as the year goes on, I think he will. But between me, um, I believe that Mike Seal and uh, Daryl Davis uh, help us get this win. Yeah. Okay. Closing out, uh, we play VMI on Friday. Uh, on paper, this should be a no-brainer, but we've been surprised before. What do you think we need to do? Uh, we just need to stick to our game plan. Uh, 
much. They do a lot of scouting and they go over plays and things that the other team does. Uh, we stick to our game plan and stick to yeah. what we can do. We're going to be okay. Okay. Well, look, guys, uh, definitely uh, solve for the bombs of uh, the Northwestern loss. Uh, Anytime you get a win from the arena is great, uh, especially, uh, I think, tonight. Well, see you Friday. Until then, go Flyers. Go Flyers. Yeah, Nate, it's not like, you know, Vanderbilt's going to be a world beater in the SEC. They're pick middle of the pack. This was a resume win at this time last year when they beat the Commodores. Uh, they're, who knows where they're going to end up. I, I don't think it's a resume win by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a win. And I think it's good for a program like Dayton. They, you know, anytime you can beat a branded program like Vanderbilt, a power yeah. five, that's now uh, six in a row against the SEC. That's always a good night. And I really think just getting up off the schneid from Saturday is just a good thing for this program because that just left such a bad taste in their mouths, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like I said, a win is a win. Um, when You know, you put it in that column and it's a win, and at the end of the season we need that extra win. This is what help us out. Yeah. Um, so we'll take it any way we can get it. Um, I know, obviously, the coaches go back and review, but this also will be uh, a learning experience for the players when they go back and review the film and things that they need to work on um, especially against that zone because I'm pretty sure they will see um, a lot of zone this year because we are a tough team to match up with Um, you know you have Zarius you have Pollard you know they both can play inside out so it it just draws matchups all over the court 457-1290 is the number Flyers fans and to the phone lines we go for the first time tonight to Dick and Dayton hey Dick how you doing welcome to Flyer Feedback hey Merry Christmas Merry Merry Christmas Christmas to you too Dick yeah I just want to say this was a a stepping stone after that uh, you know that bad loss uh, Saturday night but I think uh, they're they uh, this is a you know to build the foundation on this you know and I think if they can have a good December we're 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 going to be on our way Oh, yeah, of course. Um, you know, yeah. like I said, uh, you know, this this is a building season for us because for the fact that, you know, we want to go far in NCAA and oh, yeah. every game counts for us. So even though we took a loss in Chicago, that's going to help us and that's going to teach us what we need not to do. And we got to work on getting two halves together and hopefully that will come soon. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a good team. I think, you know, like I said, the, they win a lot of games in December. They they can go on maybe to the, the tournament this year. I think Archie will get them there this year. All right. Hopefully so. Dick, we thank you for the call here on Flyer Feedback. And that's something, Nate, they're trying to do if they get to the tournament. Uh, they will do something that this program has never done, and that's make four straight NCAA tournament berths. And Nate, they got a chance with if they if they now that they've taken care of the Commodores, you're eight and three. You got a chance to finish your non-conference slate at nine and three. I think that probably isn't too far off where most people expected this team to be. Nate, nine and three, maybe maybe ten and two. Yeah. I think if you would have picked before the season, I think that's not too far off from where people pegged this team. But this point, eight and three, and a nice win against an SEC program here tonight. That's true, and uh, you know. We- we're right there. We lost two big players, you know, with yep, Mike. two starters. Yeah, so um, we're right there. Flyers a winner tonight, 68-63. John Bedell, Nate Green, and you, Flyer fans, here for Flyer Feedback. It continues live from Flanagan's Pub on the other side after we break for news right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online, at WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. Good evening, Flyer fans. I'm JT Zabo with the WHIO Radio News Update. Quiet tonight, chance for a few flurries tomorrow. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. From the WHIO 24-hour team traffic center, traffic still somewhat sluggish in and around UD Arena, but we also have an injury crash in Dayton on Needmore Road at Northcutt Place. Also a crash with injuries reported in Miami Township. That's on Miamisburg Centerville Road at Springboro Pike. And on to our top story tonight at 9.30, AAA reporting a record number of Americans set to travel this holiday season, around 103 million of us. We've seen an increase in the number of people uh, wanting to travel and actually do vacations because they have a longer period of time. And for Miami Valley area travelers, those Florida beaches are really popular, especially along the Gulf Coast. That's Cindy Antrican with the Auto Club that says 4.2 million Ohioans plan to travel. Elsewhere tonight, new information as Dayton police are investigating a shooting on Bragg Place. Emergency crews responded to the 80 block of Bragg Place in Dayton just before 8 tonight with one person shot. Medics took that victim, described as a young male, to Miami Valley Hospital, where at last check he is still in surgery. Police have not released the victim's identity or what may have led up to that shooting. And the former Montgomery County Sheriff's deputy accused of misusing union money is scheduled for a Thursday plea hearing. Joseph Cato III faces grand theft for what is being described as discrepancies in the books totaling $60,000. Sheriff Phil Plummer said in September that Cato admitted to membership that he sold $26,000 over the past two years and was, quote, in the process of admitting his fault, end quote. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. And in Dark County tonight, Sheriff's deputies continue to investigate claims of hazing involving members of the Tri-Village High School basketball team. School officials tell us some students have been disciplined already. Police are still looking into possible charges for hazing, which in Ohio is a fourth-degree misdemeanor. The sheriff plans to present the case to the county prosecutor tomorrow morning. And now we welcome back McCall with your exclusive Storm Center 7 forecast. We'll see some clouds around for the rest of the evening and overnight with temperatures falling back through the 20s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of live Doppler 7 HD radar is clear tonight, but it is still very chilly. It's 34 in Troy, 35 here in downtown Dayton at 932. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm JT Zabo on the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 W. WHIO. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The home of Fox News. We report, you decide. Get the weather on demand and in the palm of your hand. The WHIO Weather App. Tracking 24-7. Set your current location and get alerts wherever you go. Stream 7 Weather Now and track live Doppler 7 HD. Don't settle for a generic national app. Get the local content you deserve, catered specifically to you. From the Storm Center 7 team of local meteorologists, the WHIO Weather App on your phone or tablet. Download it today. Cancer. Just the thought of it can keep you up at night. It keeps us up, too. Working around the clock, looking for new ways to fight. 
That's why Premier Health has teamed up with MD Anderson Cancer Network, a program of MD Anderson Cancer Center. This means we'll have access to more expertise and more treatment options. Now, it's cancer's turn to be scared. Learn more about Premier Health and MD Anderson Cancer Network at unitedagainstcancer.com. It's almost Thursday night football, so when you put on your jersey and invite your buddies over, make sure your fridge is filled with Bud Light. Beer specifically designed to make the game better. Will it make your team play better too? Nope, because that's not how beer works. But this Thursday night, why leave anything to chance? Stock up on the beer that loves football as much as you do. Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer, Pub Green. And you here for Flyer Feedback. The Dayton Flyers cut into that series lead the Commodores have going. Leads the All-Tars series four games to two. In fact, the Dayton Flyers have now won the last two straight in this uh, last two straight. Definitely. The last time they played, of course, Flyers won 72-67 over then number 21, Vandy. Seven. Commodore's not ranked coming in here tonight, but still a nice win over a uh, program. 68-63, five-point win for Archie Miller and the State and Flyers. And they uh, missed a good, solid effort for 40 minutes, which we'd like to see. In the three losses this team has had, they have really been on the struggle bus. They've been driving the struggle bus in the first half. That was not the case tonight. Their defense had them hanging there. Not the case. You know, that's a, a good thing to see that, you know, that's a good struggle to be dating with struggling, but at the same time. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, I'm Scott Rutherford of Code Credit Union. Like the Flyers, Code knows we must perform at a high level. Hey, Scott, are you going to tell them about our Visa credit card as low as 6.75% APR or our whatever loan as low as 7.99% APR? Both are great for the holidays. I was just going to do that. Don't forget to tell them that we never charge a balance transfer fee. Good point. A Code Visa is a win-win. Apply online at CodeCU.org. Code Credit Union. Member NC. UA. Rates are based on credit qualifications that are subject to change. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, learn how you can benefit from becoming a member. Saudi Solution Services, Inc. S3 is an ISO 9001 certified company headquartered in Dayton with a nationwide footprint providing innovative professional services and IT solutions to OSD, Air Force, Army, Federal Agency, and commercial customers. Operating successfully since 2001, S3 is EDWOSB, SDB, and SDVOSB. Resumes always welcome equal opportunity employer. Dayton Defense the voice of the defense community. Check out DaytonDefense.org. The Miami Valley and Ohio's election headquarters is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Miami Valley listeners, it's the Talkmaster Neil Bortz. Don't miss hearing me every weekday morning on Miami Valley's Morning News. Whether you live in Kettering, Huber Heights, Miamisburg, Springfield, or Fairborn, you can catch me. 525-755 AM on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hansgen on Miami Valley's Morning News. Listen every Monday at 7.50 as I'll be talking to Neil live. Every Monday at 7.50 AM right here, WHIO. And if that's not enough for you, subscribe and listen 
to my BortsCast, unfiltered, insensitive, long form. Go to connectpal.com slash BortsCast, B-O-O-R-T-Z-C-A-S-T at connectpal.com. See you weekday mornings at 525 and 755 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Own a business but baffled by digital marketing? You have to be there, but how? Introducing the all-new Cox Digital Marketing, a company you know with proven results. Right now, we can create a full report of your website, plus even audit your competition. Then, our digital media experts will work with you to create a custom digital marketing plan. Start today at coxdigitalmarketing.com. Proud to have Google's premier partner endorsement, their highest honor. Cox Digital Marketing, trusted custom solutions. This this is Larry Hanskin. The House of Bread feeds hungry people serving a free, hot, healthy meal 365 days a year, providing not only nourishment, but a welcoming and respectful environment for all guests. It doesn't solve all the problems confronting our community, but that one day, that one meal may make the difference in someone's life. You can be a part of that mission by donating money, food, personal items, or your time. To find out how you can get involved, go online to houseofbread.org. Highs in the upper 30s today, seeing sunshine and scattered clouds, mostly clear tonight, dropping to the upper 20s. Tomorrow, pushing back to the mid-30s with cloudier skies and the slight chance for a flurry. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer your feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back to Flanagan's Pub. Sorry about those te- technical difficulties. Merry Christmas. Archie Miller and company putting one win in your stocking this week. Eight and three on the year. And the uh, Dayton Flyers have now won 15 of their last 18 games against those football people from the SEC. Good win tonight, Nate, 68-63. Definitely and, was. And uh, good to get back uh, up off the losing mat after that game Saturday in Chicago. Yep. John Bedell, former Flyer, still great. Nate Green here with you tonight for Flyer Feedback. Live from Flanagan's Pub. You can get on the show a couple ways, Flyer fans. You can call us up, 457-1290 is the phone number, or you can tweet me on the Twitter machine, at WHIO, or you can use the Bud Light mic if you're here with us at Flannies, which is where we'll go right now to Leslie from Ideal Travel. John, Nate, it's wonderful to be back home and return to our winning ways. Um, our trip to, sh- to Chicago this weekend was wonderful in spite of the basketball game, and when you put together trips like this for 15 years, sometimes you have great basketball trips, and sometimes you have great trips in spite of the basketball. Um, great group of fans out there. I'm um, Thousands of UD fans were there at the United Center, and uh, we were happy to have a wonderful group traveling with us. We are looking ahead. We don't want to jump, you know, over the entire Atlantic 10 season, but we have to because our next big trip is actually in March. It's that kickoff to March Madness, which is the Atlantic 10 tournament in Pittsburgh. And if you're thinking to yourself, oh, my gosh, Christmas is coming. There's that Flyer fan that I don't know what to buy for them. You can be thinking about putting them on that bus trip to Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh in March. We've got a wonderful package that includes motor coach transportation from Dayton, four nights at the Doubletree Hotel downtown, including the wonderful warm, fresh-baked cookies that they greet you with when you get it to the hotel. Oh, yeah. All session game tickets, $869 plus tax per person based on double occupancy. That may be a little steep for some people's stockings. We do sell gift certificates in any denomination to go toward an ideal travel trip. And I will be manning my phones until 5 o'clock tomorrow at 223-7447 if you're looking to put a little something toward a trip for your favorite fan to follow the Flyers. And as always, keep track of us on Facebook. You can like us at Ideal Travel Flyer Fanatics and uh, know what we're up to every step of the way. Thanks to all the fans that went with us to Chicago and looking forward to a wonderful trip to Pittsburgh coming up in March. Merry Christmas, everybody. And as always, go Flyers. Flyers. Go Flyers. Thank you, yeah. Leslie. Hey, John, I hope uh, Santa's listening because I might need to take that trip. So um, <laughs> hopefully uh, he has it under the tree but for me. I tell you what I got under the tree for you right here. VMI tickets, baby. Friday night, Christmas Eve Eve, the Dayton Flyers and the VMI uh, Cadets. Cadets. And uh, Friday night at UD Arena, got five tickets up here, hot off the presses, uh, for the VMI game. And if you come up to the Bud Light Mike, only only caveat is you got to ask a question from the Bud Light Mike, but you must be a Bud Light Miker first timer, oh. and you too could be the winner of these VMI tickets. We Don't got. be scared. Don't be scared. These are in high demand. <clears throat> and we got five tickets for VMI. We will choose how to divvy them up. We'll check with our stats department if we have to. But if you uh, come up to the Bud Light Mike first timer, ask a question, you too could be in the hopper for VMI tickets. Friday night, UD Arena. Five tickets. All right, Nate, good game tonight. 68-63. Ryan Mikesell with... I don't know for sure, but it's got to be, Nate, his first career double-double. He had himself a night tonight. He did. He, he really played. 12 and 11. He, he played with confidence. You know, um, you got to think at this level, everybody has talent, and sometimes kids get nervous, and you don't see uh, what they can really do. He had a lot of confidence out there tonight, and we've seen glimpses of what he can really do. Because I think he still has a, a huge upside, and he still has a lot that he can contribute to the team. Yes, he does. Back to the Bud Light Mike, Tom and Kettering. And Tom is not a first time. John, John, <laughs> no, far from it. John, John and, and Nate, um, for, uh, first question for you guys. Do you guys know if Costas' grades uh, got posted? Costas. Yeah, that, they have to be posted for him to start practicing. <laughs> well, the way I understand, he can't he can't practice until the second semester, so he still can't practice. Right, but Archie right says now. as soon as they put the grades up, he oh. can start practicing. Now, the way if they're if we're going by the academic, they're up. Yeah, apparently it's good. They're good. You mean you mean up like directionally, like GPA wise? Are you talking up as in posted like after the semester's over? Put on a wall somewhere, written down. So I don't think that happens until later this week, right? Because finals are still going on. These guys say it already happened. And, he, and he, oh, we got a provost sitting over here. Okay, and he's in. Okay, oh, he's, he's in. in. Well, right. if we check with the provost. Okay, um, hey, that's good for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would think it wouldn't happen. I don't. I don't have the academic calendar in front of me, but I would think it wouldn't happen until Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because the first semester is still ongoing. So his grades can't be. Arch, Archie was hoping, hoping for this, Thursday or Friday. Okay, to, well, that sounds start. about right. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about so. right. But it, but anyways, I don't know if uh, if when we were in, we got to go to Chicago it was great. Uh, I don't know if either of you fellows got to have seen uh, Costas's brother play. 
Yes, Giannis. He is, he is really, I've seen really him play good. He's playing my Cavaliers tonight and played last night. He's yeah. the Greek freak. Yeah, he's really, really good. And Talented Kost, kid. If Costas is 60% of that, we'll have a great, great player. That's just uh, uh, really amazing. It was great. I think uh, they said there might be three or 4,000 Flyer fans at the United Center. Uh, for that game by far more than, uh, you know, the local teams, which I consider Northwestern and Illinois. BYU doesn't count, but, you know, I mean, that, that was uh, – so that's a uh, six-hour trip for Flyer fans. Yeah. And, and so uh, in not great weather. Yeah. So uh, it, was, uh, it was a great thing. Nate, what was your – you had you had great fan support the whole time you were here. Oh yeah, I mean, I loved our fans. They always support us. You know, when we're doing bad, they're gonna let us know we're doing bad, but they still gonna be there and cheering us on. Um, you know, but my my memory that I would say that I love when our fans came is when we went to Maui. I was uh, yeah. I think I was a, a, a freshman, and we had went to Maui. And we wind up going uh, three and one there, and the fans it was just so crazy. We had the most fans out of all the teams there. It was great. It's a, it's, it's a remarkable situation, and uh, it's it's wonderful. The Flyers fans can go oh, places like that. It's, so. it's huge, though. Uh, I don't know if the fans really understand how important you guys are to us. Um, you know, because you know we're human, and some days we're coming out there, and we just don't have that momentum and that urge to, to play real hard. And then when we start hearing you guys, we pick it up and we try to play our hardest just for you guys. It's, it's extra juice, is what it, it is. It definitely yeah. is. Thank, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, the Lahaina. Civic Center. Home Mer- to the, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas yeah. to you too, Tom. The, the Remember, beautiful- Santa's listening. I, I need those tickets. <laughs> the Lahaina Civic Center, Nate, home to the Kanapali Rec League most nights, but uh, every November it turns into the Maui Invite. I went and visited the Lahaina Civic Center uh, when my wife Leah and I honeymooned in Maui, and it was just as unimpressive as Larry promised it would be. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I guess I told him before we went. I said, "I'm going to go see the Lahaina Civic Center." He goes, "It's just a high school gym." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really not that. I mean, <laughs> you'd be better but off Maui, going over to the UD goodness. Arena and seeing their facility. But my goodness, man, you talk about stepping outside that place—that is just yeah. paradise. Yeah, there once you step outside of, the, of that uh, yeah. arena or that gym, it's not even an arena. <laughs> that gym, you yeah. will be really impressed. Uh, what I like to see tonight, too, Nate, is they had another game where, I mean, Charles Cook, if it's, I feel like we say this about Charles a lot, if it's possible, he had a quiet 19. Offensively, he's again leading the way. He didn't lead all scores. Uh, Matthew Fisher Davis did that for Vandy with 25. Yeah. So Charles Cook pretty typically leading the offensive charge. But Scooch, not with a great offensive night. I just really like the confidence that uh, Mike Sell, I think, can build tonight because not just – I mean, you're not just talking double figures, Nate. Yeah. A double-double. And, Nate, it took him until 7.20. He had a double-double when there was almost eight minutes left in the game. So what, what can this kind of game do for a young kid like Mike Sell confidence-wise, Nate, going forward? How does that feel when you, where you're racking up a double-double like that? on a night Huge, like huge. Such a big confident builder and uh, a momentum. Um, to go into the next game because you have that extra step because you felt so good from the last game. Uh, we just got to keep going and keep working hard in practice. And, you know, it's crazy because now that I'm not playing and I coach a little bit and, you know, I deal with a lot of young kids and I always tell them, you know, it's the way you practice. If you practice hard, it will reflect in the game. And it's showing that he's working hard in practice. Um, and it's paying off. 
Fucky told me in the beginning of the season, and he said this all year, Mike sells out working most of the kids in his class in practice, and it's starting to show. Yeah, it definitely is. But it's a good thing because oh, yeah. the other players will see yeah. that, and that's going to push those players to work even harder, and they're just going to become that much better. Back to the Bud Light Mike, Jeff and Dayton. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, I really like the showing that uh, – uh, Ryan Mike's up and on, and uh, I'm gonna look ahead because you know we're fans. We can do that. You know, what kind of lineup are we looking at when we can bring out Sam Miller and Costas and Zarius Williams and and Ryan Mikesell? And I guess we just need someone to dribble the ball up the floor and then uh, pull every big guy out and just uh, we'll just be bombing away on the threes next year. I think. I, we won't get a whole lot of rebounds, but I guess if we make shots, it really doesn't matter too much. Yeah, well, we're struggling with um, out-rebounding teams now, so that's you know that's an issue that we're going to have to deal with because we are small. But um, I think it'll be a good thing for us. We'll just get a lot of transition and up and down the floor. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. Definitely a first-timer. This gentleman's in a running for VMI tickets. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, I'm Brock. I'm from Columbus. Brock from Columbus. Alrighty. First time, long time. Thank um, you. Thank you. I was wondering what you think Daryl Davis's ceiling is. Daryl Davis's ceiling? Good question. That's like what? how you, how good do you think he like, can are be? Are we talking Ray uh, Allen? Are we talking yeah, yeah. Uh, Mickey Perry? Are we talking Ray Allen? <laughs> Hey, honestly, I, it I like It runs Darryl. the gamut. You got to give them options. <laughs> All right? This, yeah. is, this is our Yeah, this what is am I compared to, you know? All right. Uh, now, nah, honestly, he's a, he's a good kid, man. You guys are going to keep seeing him grow and um, becoming into the player that he needs to be. Um, honestly, he, he showed a little bit tonight, and I honestly believe he had a good game tonight. Um, we have to continue for him to do that for us to be successful. Um, but I think it's going to be a good year for him. I think this game was a, a step to uh, building confidence. Brock from Columbus, how many tickets to the VMI game you want? Brock from Columbus, you got yourself five tickets to the VMI game. Merry Christmas, got Brock him. from Columbus. There you go. See, we're making Christmas wishes come true here on Fire Feedback. Brock from Columbus has taken himself and four of his closest friends to the VMI game on Friday. There you go. Merry Christmas, Brock. <laughs> We had a vote in the back of the room, I believe. Not Ray Allen was the vote back there. <laughs> Sarcasm font doesn't come across the radio to these guys over here. No. Uh, but, you know, if he can get going, Nate, that's going to be a nice part of this offense. Because, look, Daryl's a streaky shooter. Yeah. But if he can find a consistent jumper, Nate, and he can give you 6, 9, 12 points a night from beyond the arc, what kind of yeah. facet does that add to this offense? Oh, huge. It's going to open up the door for other players to uh, get easier baskets. Um, because they're going to have to play a little closer to him. So Cook's drives are going to be a little more open and he can get to the basket a little easier. Um, you know, if he's on the wing and he can throw it in the pollard, they're not going to be able to go down and double because they're going to worry about him shooting it. So it's going to be huge. He just has to keep working hard in practice, and it'll come. And I w we were talking about beating the zone earlier. If this team struggles against the zone, which we've seen so far this year, Nate, uh, th he's going to be a key breaking zones. Uh, you got it. You you must shoot the three ball to beat the zone. Now it's how you do it. If you're going to play pitch and catch on the perimeter and just hook up the first open three, that doesn't fly, obviously. No. But inside out reversals, and that's the kind of thing I think, Nate, where. Uh, you talk about fighting a zone defense like that. If you're talking 
uh, playing inside out with reversals and oh, things and, like that. And driving that's, kicks. that's his game, man. He's a spot up shooter. He's not a guy. No offense to him. Yeah. He's a guy that can't really create his own shot. He's much more comfortable as a spot up. He's ready to shoot when yep. he's open. Boom, open three. Uh, and I think he hit one tonight like that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. penetration kick and uh, knocked it down. So um, it's going to be huge, and uh, I just can't wait to wait to the um, we get into the A10 because it's going to be good. And if we get Zarius to step up, and then uh, Davis continues to play as well as he did, and then Mike Seal continue to play well, it's going to be a tough tough season for people to try to guard us. It wasn't like he was lighting it on fire tonight to stay on the topic of Daryl Davis here, uh, Nate. It wasn't like he was lighting it on fire from beyond the three. But I thought he seemed to be a confident shooter to me, and not just a confident shooter tonight. I thought he was a confident player overall because I even thought there were some fast breaks, particularly when they made it 51-41. Baby D and Ryan Mikesell running the fast break, passing it back and forth to avoid that defender. I thought I saw a lot of confidence from him like in that situation, Nate, that I don't think we've always seen from him this year. No, he, he was he was being aggressive, and uh, he got to the basket and wound up dropping it off to Mike Seal to finish it. But um, uh, like I said, this is a confident builder game for him and Mike Seal, and hopefully it, uh, it continues because we're going to need them this season. Can that kind of confidence, can that feed into, let's say he's he didn't have the best shooting night in the world, but he's pretty decent. Can that confidence from what he's doing, that aggressiveness elsewhere, can that feed into his shooting later down the road when he's feeling good like that? Oh, yeah, definitely, because, you know, he he was playing aggressive, and if you get a couple easy baskets, obviously that gets you going. And then once you get a couple easy baskets, you get that confidence, the, the shots seem easier. Yeah. So he'll be able to knock them down. What's it like as a player, Nate, being on a team? You know, you played at UD, obviously. And when you're getting through, you've gotten through finals week, and now you're headed into a month where you guys really just buckle down and focus on basketball for nowadays. Heck, when I was there, we only had two weeks off for Christmas. But now you got four weeks. you got a whole month where you can really hone in and focus on hoops. What does that do? What is this time of year like as a as a basketball player at Dayton? Oh, it's huge because, you know, we're coming into the A-10 tournament. We want to start off right and get off to a good start. So this extra uh, four weeks of practice and um, getting in it after and going extra harder and being in the gym a little longer because you don't have to worry about um, getting any papers or schoolwork done. You can just focus strictly on basketball. I thought defensively, too, Nate, this team really brought their lunch pails tonight. This Commodores team uh, came into tonight as one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. They make, they average nine and a half makes a game tonight. They made nine, so they got their average, but it was a little, deci- I mean, they shot nine of 31. I mean, that, that's 29%. That's not. No, nah, that's not good at all. I mean, you get your ideal. average, but you shot Ooh. a whole lot. Uh, you know, but we got to take our hat off today. They play great defense. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and that's what kept them in the game is uh, Dayton's defense. They kept them in the game and, um, you know, in the second half, they picked it up on the offensive end and then they pull away with the lead. But uh, the defense kept them in the game and then the offense picked up and they got the win. And this is a Vandy team, Nate. You talk about defense. They came in here with one, two, three, almost four guys averaging double figures. I say almost because Riley Lachance averages nine and a half a game. Uh, then yeah, we got, round that up. That's ten. Yeah, that's ten. <laughs> so that's four guys in double figures. You got Lachance. Roberson, Cornette, and Fisher Davis all averaging double figures if we round up LaChance. Chance goes 9.5, Roberson 11, Cornette 13, and Fisher Davis kind of leads their offensive attack, averaging 15. And I, you let Fisher Davis get his tonight, but other than that, really, Nate, they was, kept most everybody else was in Was anybody check. in double figures other than him? Maybe one other guy person? besides him was uh, uh, Kressler. Nolan Kressler finished with 11, and I want to check the box score.
just to double check Lachance's uh, point total. No, they held him scoreless, Nate. Yeah. So you hold you hold three of the four guys that average double figures uh, from this Vanderbilt team under double figures tonight, and you only I mean you let Fisher Davis go off. He got twenty five, but as long as you I mean you contain everybody else, eleven, eight, eight, nine, and zero across the board. So, and really you know they hold the van uh, the Commodores thirty five from the field, twenty nine from beyond the arc. Pretty good defense. Yeah, this was a good game to show us that uh, we can play defense even though and we can get a win when our offense is not at its best. So it was huge. And one of the things Archie pointed out too, Nate, was that, you know, well, actually, Larry pointed this first thing out. They weren't making shots in the first half, and that maybe makes things look worse than they really are. Yeah. But they, they're needing to get long rebounds and stops to get out in transition. Is there anything you saw with the, long, the Flyers missing out on long rebounds tonight? Because that was one of the things Archie really honed in on with Larry in the post We did, and what was happening is, you know, they, he was sending everybody to the glass. So when you're sending five guys to the glass, there are going to be some long rebounds that you're not going to get. But I'm pretty sure that they'll figure out and they'll only maybe, you know, they'll do some changes and maybe just send four to the glass and have one back. So just in case there is some long rebounds, they can get a hold of them. One thing I heard from Archie tonight too is that he used the word anxious and talking about they're anxious to get back to things Friday. Yeah. Hey, this is a short turnaround, but I really hope that they take this Northwestern team game. I think they've turned they've used it as a learning experience. Archie said in the immediate aftermath of that one, I hope this this might be a wake up call for us. In that, those three losses they've had have all been almost identical to each other. Yeah. Lackluster first half, you get in too deep a hole to dig yourself out of. Um, I wonder if they're anxious to sort of really just get that Northwestern game behind them, Nate, and just start racking up wins here and start kind of clicking maybe. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every game that you play, and especially when you lose one, it's a, uh, it's a learning lesson. Um, you, you learn what not to do and the things that you did well. You learn how to continue to do those well. Um, so it's not a bad thing that we took uh, have three losses right now. It kind of helps us because um, it knows and tells us early what we need to work on and fix so that when it does come March time, we'll be uh, running well. And really, you know, it's it's a bummer for Flyers fans to, to look at losing out on trying to beat, you know, beating St. Mary's and uh, – Northwestern, those are probably top 50 teams. We'll see what Nebraska does, but uh, not a bad mark. And 8-3 and three now as you head into the final, hard to believe, final game of the non-conference slate Friday against uh, BMI. Yeah, it's good for us. The play players are just getting better. Yep. Just getting better. Flyer fans, that's going to do it for us tonight. One more time, Dayton winners 68-63. Our next game is Friday against VMI. Our coverage starts with the Bud Light pregame show at 5, and then Larry and Bucky have the call we will see you on the radio Friday night, Flyer fans. Until then, for my partner, Jay, uh, I almost said myself, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying Merry Christmas, Flyer fans. Thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.